Welcome to Missionary Talks, where we talk with missionaries and learn about their lives and work. Today I'm talking to Paulo and Marilsa Tavares, missionaries from Brazil to Brazil. Uh, they've been in the United States as U.S. citizens for many years, and now they've gone back to Brazil as missionaries. Paulo, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and about your ministry? Yes, I was born in Brazil, and I came into the U.S. Uh, in 1983. Seems that is a long time ago. Well, uh, and since I came, uh, I didn't have uh, Jesus as my Savior, but I came into the city of New York, and I was invited to this uh, Spanish church, which uh, the pastor was a Brazilian, and he preached the, the Word of God, and uh, right there, I surrendered my life to Jesus Christ, and I don't regret one second of it. Marissa, how did you get to the U.S.? Well, after Paul told me that he was going to come to the U.S., he asked me if I wait for him, you know, because he would call me after he's, you know, he set up his life in the U.S. And then I said, okay. And then after 11 months, I came. I came just because, you know, he invited me. I had no idea, you know, no desire to come to the U.S., but I was just following him, and we got married in the U.S. And when I first met you, you were going to Tahiti as missionaries. How did, how did the Lord lead you to Tahiti? And obviously the story to get from Tahiti to Brazil is totally different, but how did the Lord lead you to Tahiti to begin with? Well, I was in a missions conference in our church in Delaware, and there was one of uh, the missionaries that came going to French Polynesia. Actually, he was in French Polynesia. He was just uh, raising more funds and, and preparing himself to go back. And uh, through that week, uh, God used him, and he came the last night of that meeting. He came to me and said, Brother Tavares, just think about this. If you come with me, to French Polynesia will be you and myself, the only Baptist missionary to the whole place. And God really spoke through him, and that's why we surrendered to go to French Polynesia. Marilsa, when when Paulo said that y'all were going to to the islands of French Polynesia, what was your thinking? Was it scary for you? Not at all, because before Paulo told me that, God already was working my heart, you know, because I saw, you know, that he was involved in the church, you know, he was a deacon, he was even a pastor for the Brazilians, our small congregation. So God was really preparing me. And then I said, oh, Lord, if you ever going to be missionaries, you know, I would like to go to Africa. So when Paulo told me that we are going to be missionaries in French Polynesia, I just say to him, oh, I thought it was going to be Africa. <laughs> I was totally prepared, you know, to go to anywhere, but especially Africa. And then at the time that y'all were raising your support to go to Tahiti, when I first met you, you had uh, two young girls, uh, not quite teenagers yet. Were they, they very excited about going, or were they kind of scared? At the beginning, they, they thought, well, we're going to lose some of our friends but as we went on deputation, they really love it. And they knew that God was in, in that calling and, and preparing us as he prepared them. And they just went along and was so neat. And we are so pleased to have them still with us uh, serving the Lord in the mission field. And they enjoyed that. 
you went to a French Polynesia, and the Lord closed the doors there. And now you're in Brazil. Can you tell us how you got from one place to the next? Yeah, that was a very uh, broken heart for us because we were really, uh, uh, you know, having a good time for the time that we spent in, in French Polynesia. But then uh, some things was going on, like uh, the government changed the law, the immigration law, and and uh, we could not get our permanent visas. And because we are Brazilian, but we are as well Americans, at that time was the beginning of the war in Iraq, and 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 a lot of people in in well the country. It's uh, led by the French government, and they didn't like the way we went to war, and they were uh, uprising and against the war, and we saw that firsthand in Tahiti. Somehow, God, I believe with all my heart, closed that door because he had something else in mind. So we came back with a broken heart, but then when we got back to, to the U.S., he led us back to Brazil. And with all, I, I believe with all my heart that my mother had something to do with this uh, thing, because every time I mention about Tahiti to her, that we would go there to serve the Lord there, she would say, why you are going to so, uh, to, uh, for a far country, why don't you come to Brazil? And I believe with all my heart that she prayed us out of Tahiti to go to Brazil. And here we are serving the Lord for the last five years in Brazil, and we are having a good time there. Are you back at home in Brazil? Are you in the place where you grew up in that area? That's right. We went back to Rio, where we were born, and we are uh, serving the Lord in a place uh, that we I, I was born there in São Gonçalo, Rio de Janeiro. So it's so neat to go back, and they know us. And, you know, sometimes people say, well, uh, and how they receive you back home. Well, I have no complaint because we have some friend that grew up with us, uh, that came and visit our church, and every time I see them, they say, "Well, one of these days I'm gonna come and visit." So uh, it is a blessing just to be able to witness to our own people, the people that uh, uh, we we grew up with, and and some family members in our church. And this is awesome to see God how He works out the things that we could not even imagine that would be uh, in Brazil and the places that we were born. Your girls now, they grew up in the U.S., and you're taking them back to what is comfortable for you, your culture, your people. Has it been a struggle for them? Not at all, because when they were little, we used to go to Brazil every two years to visit you know, our family there, and they loved Brazil, so there was no problem, especially Kayla, when... She was, she was telling me, Mommy, I'm going to miss my friends, you know, my sc the school, because they were in very good Christian school. But and then I told, I told her, Kayla, you, can you imagine that you're going to be able to teach Sunday school for the little kids? And then she, she was surprised, and then she said, you're going to let me to teach, you know, to teach the kids there? And then I said, of course, we're going to need your help. And then she was so very happy, you know, to be able to be used by God. And she's a blessing. She helps us a lot with the children. 
What have you been able to accomplish in the last five years, and what are you planning to do on your next term? Well, what God accomplished through us was that we went to Brazil in 2003, and uh, we got there in March. In August, we inaugurate our first work. We plant a church in a city called Galo Branco, São Gonçalo, and God has blessed us so much that I feel like, uh, you know, being here since March of 2008 and now is November, there is someone preaching the gospel. And since then, uh, God has saved 10 people. And I feel like, oh, they don't need me anymore. But we know that this is what mission is all about, is that we go and we teach, we train them that they may take uh, on the work that God help us uh, to start and we can move on. And as we, uh, we are going back, we have already purchased another piece of land that we can start all over again. And I will ask God to use one of those men that we train in the first work to go with us and help us this next term uh, to build another church for the glory and the praise of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Do you have a testimony you'd like to share? You know, one of the things that I, I like in Brazil is that I'm able to teach the children, to reach the children, because the neighborhood that I grew up in, where our church it is right now, there are many you know young people that are doing bad stuff, you know, involving drugs. So when I see those children there, you know, I have the opportunity to serve God to teach those kids, and because you know I have a desire to teach them the word of of God for them to be saved and to touch other lives. So, and there is a boy named Victor that he. He, he went to a, to a Sunday, Sunday school and our Bible, vacation Bible school. And then I was able to lead him to the Lord. And he started coming, you know, faithful to the church. You know. And then one day her mother, his mother came. And then I was able to, to witness to her. And she got saved too. And then two weeks later, she came with her son and his fiancé. And then she, she asked me, Marilza, why don't you tell the thing that you told me? And I said, what? And then, she, and then she said, the thing that you told me. I said, oh, okay. So I, you know, I witnessed to, to her son and his fiancée. And then they, right there, you know, they accepted Jesus as their Savior. So it was four people saved, you know. Well, the man that is preaching... As we are here on furlough, his name is Rodrigo. And he came into our church. I baptized him. And now when I look back and I say, well, our work is never in vain in the Lord. Because uh, he said to me, uh, Pastor Paulo, I, I, I have to say this to you because uh, I don't want to be the man that I was. Uh, just a year ago, I want to serve the Lord. I want to see this church growing. I want to see my family uh, uh, involved with the ministry. And there is a blessing just to see what God can do through you uh, in the life of these young men. 
Paul Rodrigo, and he's there serving the Lord with his wife, and he has three kids, and they are just growing in stature as well as in, in the knowledge of Jesus Christ. And this is a blessing just to see what God can do uh, for you, through you, as you lean uh, into his will. And it's uh, a blessing just to see. And there's many more that we could spend the whole day here uh, just telling you how God has uh, really blessed our ministry in Brazil. Do you see a need for more missionaries in Brazil? And what type of missionaries? Any kind of specialty or church planning or however the Lord would lead? Well, actually, Brazil is a, a huge country. Uh, some people, they don't realize, but without Alaska, we would be bigger in territory than the U.S. continental. So, uh, and we have 190 million people in the whole country. If you just think about it, uh, we don't have 190 million church in Brazil with one member. So you just, uh, there's a great need. Uh, we have many churches, but many of those churches are not preaching the gospel. And uh, if God uh, leads you to go to Brazil, you will find still this day <clears throat> someone that never trusts the Lord as their Savior. Someone that never heard a clear presentation of the gospel. And I believe with all my heart that we need more missionaries. Brazil needs more missionaries because there's a lot of people out there that they have no idea uh, that Jesus died for them. And if they don't trust him as their savior, the sad thing is that they will spend eternity in a place called hell. So if God calls you to the ministry, and if he specifically calls you to be a missionary, Brazil is right there. We can use any anybody that is willing to serve the Lord and especially church and plant because uh, we need more churches and more solid Bible believing church in our country in Brazil well thank you for your time as we close is there anything else you'd like to add I also uh, want to mention that Brazil needs you know people that uh, really have a desire to work with the children and the youth, you know. They are many of them, that they are lost, they are in drugs, you know, they have the, you know, many lives, uh, they have no, no parents and, and father, sometimes they live with the grandparents, you know, they have no direction, they don't know who Jesus is, so it would be very good to have more, more people desiring to go to Brazil and work with the children and the youth there. Well, I, I say amen to what she just said because, uh, yes, we have many, many young people. And uh, because Brazil is is a country uh, that the school, uh, you don't go full-time on school. You just go for three hours uh, shift. They have many hours doing nothing, you know, the, especially the kids. And uh, that's a very easy prey for the drug dealers and to do something wrong. And if you are called by God to work with the children, come and help us. We need all, all the help that we can get. You've been listening to Missionary Talks with David Peach. 
please visit us at missionarytalks.com.